Yo, so we're sitting here like getting ready to go. Um, Carl and I also like haven't really talked a lot this week because of he's been busy working schedules. a lot, school, busy schedules, whatever. And this idiot is just sitting there making a slurping noise into his microphone. <laughs> And he just goes, yo, can we start the show with some ASMR? <laughs> no. What? I'm feeling adventurous today. I, I, I don't know. Like. No. Come on. Like, I, I feel like that would be relatively entertaining. I, I don't like know if only, anyone else. No, no, no. Be. Carl. I feel like the only ASMR that we could put ever in this show is like the sound of a football, like. Rolling across the grass, getting dribbled, or like yeah, that would actually the be sound sick. of a ball going that through the net. S- Let's do it. Big um, brain, <laughs> big brain, big big brain. That would actually be kind of interesting. I feel like I could easily record that too. Yeah, exactly. I feel like we could both like do something with that. Wait, yours wouldn't be as good as mine, would it? I would figure out a way to get this microphone outside. Yeah, obviously. But, like, what I mean is, like, in terms of, like, farther recording. What do you mean? All right. We're, 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 I'm trying to get too technical with it. Yeah, dude, I was just thinking about a good, well, what started as just a reality check was more of a good, I still, why did you want to start the show with ASMR? I was just trying to, like, fuck with you. Why would I not mess with you, Brian? It's it's Why are a you quality like this? time. I I love messing with you and Kevin. You guys are good friends. You love messing with me. I love messing with you. It's great. Oh my god! Like Brian literally looks like glasses, jacket, shirt man minus the jacket. <laughs> glasses. Okay, Carl. <laughs> Oh my god. Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. How are we doing? With his good finger guns as always. Full disclosure, this is I don't know, take three. Um yeah. we we got all the way through our opening. I played the intro the first time. I try to throw the show over to Carl (laughs) to see if he can get us going. And Carl's just like, Brian, I can't see the set on Discord. (laughs) I was like, and I didn't word it that way, of course, but like, yeah, yeah, Uh, we were not prepared. So now that we're prepared, what is good? No, 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 no. Like, well, I, I was fully prepared on my end in the sense, and you were fully prepared on your end. I just missed the bridge. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have all my stuff up. I have OBS up. I'm actually shrinking it right now. I have the set that I'm looking at. I just forgot to send it over. Stuff happens. Um, it's it's what it is. Yeah. We're going to move on with our entire lives because, Jesus Christ, you'll hear... Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you skipped the intro. Also, I know that nobody really watches our video, 
but somebody just needs to go check one of them out and just spam Carl with comments and stuff <laughs> to get a freaking ring light. Because every time we record, like I have one, my lighting is normal. Well, not normal. It's probably pretty crappy, actually. I I, I but, look like I'm from like hell. Like I look like I'm a demon because of the shadow on my face. Like it just his face out is like ninety percent silhouette. He looks yeah. scary. Yeah, he looks scary. And you can't yeah. really see my mouth because like of my mic. So <laughs> yeah, but that that's kind of what happens. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna actually go into what people. I guess Care want to listen to us talk about, you know, football, because that's yes. what we talk about here. So after Sometimes. last week of basically saying top four was a hot potato and it was kind of up for grabs, um, Arsenal took hold again. Yeah. They're closing their goal differential on Spurs. They now have two points on them with, the same amount of matches played. It's fully in their control. They're if looking Chelsea, pretty hot. Also, if Chelsea slump against United, there's a chance that Arsenal could climb to three if like crazy stuff happens, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I just like top four has been so all over the place, and I don't know. Something's kind of telling me that this might be just where it's going to stay. I'm sort of feeling that way right now, especially with um, I don't know if we're going to get into it too much, but um, the Spurs game, uh, Erickson's return was great. Um, He was able to pull out a draw and Spurs should be very disappointed. Yeah. It's kind of ironic that it's a player like Erickson who played very well and then they. uh, Yeah, over Spurs. Yeah. You sort of see it happen pretty often at this point with Spurs. Yeah. Like, if Modric ever plays Spurs, gets clapped. Well, there's a lot more to that than just Modric. Yeah, of course. But, like, bro, like, Modric always balls out against Spurs. Like, I know. I know. Yeah. So... Yeah, so Arsenal, like that stranglehold that we were talking about that we thought they had on the top four two weeks ago and then laughed at that they said they got rid of, they kind of have back now. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like completely, completely guaranteed at this current point. No, I, there, I wouldn't either. Even there's though a we chance both of did a just bottle job. We, yeah. But I think they're better than Spurs right now. I do too, but that doesn't always mean anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So enough about the top four because we're going to be spamming that topic to lead off the show basically every week until the season's over. Exactly. Arsenal smacked Man U. Congrats. And, like, Man and, U played like shit. And on to literally, not, I'm not going to say in the world because that's a bold statement, but the best free kick taker. In the Premier League, yes. in England, yes. bar none, yes. non-debatable at the moment, yes. is James Ward-Prowse. Yes. Like, the man... I've, I've been saying just, it all season. You started. We both started talking about it last season. That's kind of when a lot of other people started talking about it. The dude can hit bangers. 
from anywhere. He can go around the wall. He can go up and over. He can go under it. But his passing can... is also underrated. And he's well, a I was gonna great get to tactician. That. I was going to get to that. Because not only can he shoot free kicks and score them, he can also deliver a perfect ball. Exactly. So, like, like he's... Let, it, let him have time and patience on a ball, very similar to, like, Granite Xhaka when it's, like, a long ball or something, and it's going to be a great pass. Like, he's just one of those players where you have a reliable long ball, and then if he can fake that off so easy and then get around a defender, pass it off, potentially take a long shot, he's a very versatile player and has been slept on in terms of his overall play on the field rather than just his free kick taking because his free kick taking is spectacular but he has improved his play on the field while still maintaining his finesse and maintaining his greatness at the free kick his accuracy nuts Mm -hmm. like i i don't know if like the listeners at home actually know how often he's hitting it on target it's pretty much every other free kick like and by every other i mean like it goes slightly over the bar on one of them and then the other one's actually on target he doesn't sky them ever no no it if one is close the next one is on target basically it's insane one of the best free kick takers of our current football world oh yeah oh yeah you have to give Messi like well, ahead of him and you have to give like a couple people maybe yeah. a nod ahead of him but he's easy top five right now oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. yes so from free kick taking on to this is an interesting one that I want to talk about because so Christian Pulisic comes on the pitch in the 76th minute and scores the winner for Chelsea to basically shock West Ham because it was a yeah. z- nil-no game the whole yeah, time. Exactly. And it gets the question of, should Pulisic play more? No. or well, Or is he just best used as a super sub who comes on and scores in big situations. Cause that's what he does. I think his current, it, it it's mostly because he's able to bring that pace and still bring that like finesse within certain moments. Like he is fresh within those moments and he's really capable. Yeah. When he's playing an entire game, you can start he has to play a little more back well he he, also he also would be the type of player that would start and then come off in like the 70th exactly so is he better used as a late spark or throughout the game i think late spark i i just think more often than not it's kind of like the whole divac origi thing But not to the same degree because Pulisic comes on far more as a sub and is still really impactful. Exactly. But I just, I just mean in the sense that, like, if you see he comes on as a sub 
and you see that Chelsea won by a goal, you think he scored it. Yeah, that is fair. But that's also for the U.S. team and everything. Like, well, I yeah. feel like he currently just is really good at bringing that kind Late of score. momentum yeah. in the last third of a game. He's just really capable in that situation. Or even the last, like, fourth. Like, he's able to create in very minimal time when he is on the pitch late in games. It is amazing what he's capable of doing. And it's Origi's similar, but Origi's also also on starts. Chelsea also don't really play a formation that fits him in the starting lineup. No, not at all. So that's also part of why I think he's better served as a sub. Yeah, because if yeah. they played like a um like cuz he can play either wing. If yep. you throw him maybe like because Lukaku's gone. We agree on that. I think so. I think so too. Um so if it's Havertz they play Mount as like a creative attacking midfielder, and then they play dual strikers with Werner and Havertz. And then they have two defensive midfielders. And so you think like a 4 2 2 2? What, Chelsea's formation? No, what they should run. No, I like what they run. I'm just saying that they don't have something that fits Pulisic. Yeah, I think. they they do a three five two. Well, it's a three yeah. four one two, but it's a fucking three five two. Yeah, it's a three five two with a cam, and it works. Yeah, for them, amazingly, and then it works when Pulisic comes in as a sub. Yeah, exactly. But because he's just not see... the type of player to play a full game as a striker, he needs to be on the wing. He's not a striker. Exactly. That's why he needs to be on the wing. If you have him as a striker in that entire situation, he's just going to be botching it. He's just going to be like trying to take it outside and trying to cross it in, which is exactly what you sort of want from like one striker and the other one to be a target man. But that's not what you really have in that situation when it's Werner and him. Like, and him and Lukaku, like that somewhat works, but they aren't ever going to set that up. No. Like, they pay too much for Werner to do that. Yeah, I just... I like his role. I think he's great for them. I like when he comes on and scores. This this one was a late... Yeah. Like, watching the goal, West Ham players just dropped. They were stunned. I really want to see Mount Pulisic and someone else in the front three. And then for them to run a front three rather than having two strikers because i think you just move on from Werner and see it as a lost cause yeah but he's been playing so well lately yeah that's true so like i don't are you drinking a massive thing of iced tea you know i do that all the time yeah but i haven't seen you do it in a while and it caught me off guard but i just (laughs) so Werner one has been playing very very well yeah so, like, lately, and scoring goals and assisting and being in position and kind of doing everything that they thought he was going to be able to do. Yeah. So, I just, you're, I find your timing a little interesting because, like, three weeks ago, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I guess but, bro. More, like, more than three weeks ago. He, he didn't have 
But now he and Havertz are starting to play really well up top together. That's the main thing. Him and Havertz so, like, are playing well. So you sort of have I to would, start making decisions, though. But I would consider Lukaku more of a lost cause than Werner. And Werner is younger and has more time. So I would. Me personally, I would also see Werner as a lost cause just because of how much you spend on him and how much of a role he was he's like actually 50. got. Bro, Which he's is gonna. A- He's Which going to try to depend on a starting role in your side. Yeah, I just don't view him as a lost cause because of his age. I, I completely agree with you. I don't think he's a complete lost cause. I personally don't really like him that much in the German national team because, like, he I feel plays like so much better for them. Yeah, but he he's 26. He, he fits the style a little differently. Like, I, I would have. I, personally, personally, I would rather like a really big target man for like the wingers yeah. and everything in that situation. But that's just personal. Like, well, preference. I don't think you have one at the moment. We don't. So that's why it's just like, I'll take Werner. Like, it's what yeah. we have. And he's a very good striker. But it's sort of just like you take Werner for because like it's what you can take at the moment, I feel like. No, see, I see the opposite. I see as he's young and you take Werner because you think he's going to keep on improving. I think he's going to keep on improving. And I also think like the Premier League, you just kind of have seen like it takes a while for some players to adapt. Like how long did it take freaking Tiago through injuries, through getting used to different styles, through just getting used to his team? Do you not remember Tiago's first game? No, no, he had a great first game. Yeah, I but, know, but like but, his his first like three games, he was literally averaging like ninety two percent passing, and like I know, bro, but he, he was also, literally just coming on the, in the fucking final third and then just cleaning I shit know. up. But then it took him like yeah, because he got of injuries hurt, and stuff. No, but it he was also primarily like, injuries. It was primarily injuries, but when he came back, he didn't fully look like he meshed. What I kind of mean is now after being there. Like, I don't know, in the beginning, it felt like that he was doing what he was doing because that's how he plays. Now it feels like he does what he does because the way he plays is more in tune to the system or the system is more in tune to the way he plays. And it there were also people in the beginning of him saying that he was a flop. I just am kind of bringing it up because like he got the flop calls way too early. He did. I I never saw the same kind of flopping from Tiago that I did from I saw, fucking Werner. Well, it was totally different because one a midfielder flopping is never going to be as high profile as a striker because the striker is oh, missing I, wide open nets. You know damn well that I look a little bit more though. Because I know, like but he also, was making stupid runs, he was really just Carl, like making Carl, weird runs. There's pressures. also a difference when I say Tiago flopping. I'm not saying that people thought he was like going to be bad. I thought that people thought he was old and he wasn't going to be what he still is. Okay, it's a different kind of that. flop. Yeah, like the transfer would have been bad, and after the injuries, people were like, "Oh no!" And now yeah. look. The injuries, like, were definitely the main concern in the first place with the transfer because he did have injuries on Bayern, and that's one of the reasons why they were willing to, like, move him on and just put that Goretzka-Kimmage midfield and just push that. But the main issue with, like, 
Tiago is just so good. Like, no, I know, but what I mean is it's just as an example of a player who is so good who took a while to actually fully adapt. I know, but so it's like, going to take Werner a little bit uh, of time because he's not hear that me good. Out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Tiago was team of the year for me fucking a couple years ago, and Werner has been nowhere Carl, you're just that. proving my point my point is that if it took tiago time to what adapt it's saying? gonna t- i'm saying that if it took an amazing player time to adapt it's gonna take a less great player even more time i'm yeah. saying at 20 and you're you're saying that too yeah sort of so you're proving my point for me all i'm saying is that if it took tiago time to adapt think about how much more time it's gonna take Werner. They showed up the same season. I always forget that they showed up the same. No, did they really? Yes. They really showed up. The, yeah. This is Werner's second season on Chelsea. Because this is Lukaku's first, right? Yeah. And this is. I always forget that this is Lukaku's first. It's I think they year. both came over in summer 2020. I'm going to verify that. Yeah, I don't know. But um, the Tiago transfer, I feel like, is a little different just because, like, he showed that he fit, like, in any side in the world, um, like, a couple seasons before and, like, any team Again, him. again, again. And, like, he ended the up more you're the praising side. Tiago is just proving my point that it's going to take Werner more time. Yeah, but like, why? Why would you give Werner more time when like I? Because you see give more a twenty-six potential? year old. Because you give a twenty-six year old more time than a 29, 30 year old. You just Bro, do. Why? Why would you not give T or um Pulisic more time? Why would you not give Mount more time? Why would you not give Havertz well, more Mount, time? Well, because they're Mount all younger and on. more potential. But they all. They, first off, the only one In who doesn't opinion. get more. The only one who doesn't get more time than Werner is Pulisic. And second yeah. of all, that we've discussed that it's because of the formation that they play. Yeah, you exactly. But I, I told you already, I think they should play a different formation with three at the top. I don't, based on their personnel and personnel and their wingers and their midfielders, to have three at the back, the wing backs. To each his I own. think I just think you make changes to accommodate your overall best players. You don't make changes to accommodate a player that's a super sub. Yeah, but I think he could be more than a super sub, is what I mean. And I think you they started have this. Hold on, hold on. You started this debate saying that he wasn't super sub. I know. Saying that he's not that. Did I really like at yes. the start of this? You you start of this said that you think that he's either a hard push in the beginning, and you'd want to see him either. Yeah, like, but I think because... like it, I didn't talk about later on in his career yet. Later on in his career, I definitely okay. think that he can be like a superstar. So that's why I think he should he should be starting those minutes and like actually adapting more. I and just I also I don't think Mount should like be moved out of the attacking midfield role, though. I think you could keep Mount in that position and sort of have like. Uh, I don't know or you could put Havertz in that position and put Mount on a one wing pool switch on the other, but you still need a striker and they're taking Werner over Lukaku. Yeah, but or I think or you, you can put like Werner a on a wing. You could low-key do a, like a center forward. Like yeah, I know. I that just would be disgusting. I just think the well, he does play that sometimes. I know. I just but think, think about the that, way like, they play suits their style more, and I like their formation. And I don't think you change it for a player who 
when you bring him on, they make changes. That's true. But like, I, 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 I yeah. just want to, I personally like, and the, this is just for like Pulisic's future. Like, I really think he has the potential to like do something greater than what I have seen from. Havertz, I agree with you too. Or not Havertz. Well, not Havertz. I agree with you too, but I still don't. Well, one, I still think you need to give like Werner more time. time. I understand. I would totally agree with you if you're a 28 or 29. Yeah. But he's 26. Yeah. So he hasn't reached peak at all. Yeah. Like 28 is when you're starting to reach peak. So like yeah. that's when you start really wanting to have someone that fully is established within a system and stuff. Unless and also it's to like confirm or the Tiago transfer and the Werner transfer were summer 2020. Yeah. But like, so I didn't like the point you kept on making before, bro. Like Tiago like is world-class world-class world. I like, I know I, I, and I it took him time to adapt. But it really didn't like the only. But it thing, did. If you bro. look, there's a lot of games where most of his passes, Carl, passing percentage doesn't mean jack. When in the beginning of his time at Liverpool, almost all of them were sideways or backwards. Yes, okay. he hit. He hit a lot of really nice, stunning long balls, but yeah. those were kind of few and far between. And most of his passing was sideways or backwards. Him bro, trying to no. figure out how to. But but, think about if. What do you mean with no one? What? No one in the they did like did not many players in the world were hitting those passes, and he no, was able no, but, to like. But he hit them too. What I'm saying is now, once he's fully adjusted to the league, like he starts to he hit plays, them more. It yes. starts to be more fluid. Yes. He starts to actually what I mean do is that. He but what I'm saying is he never was actually super bad on that team or anything. He had numerous not good games. Bro, but like Werner, like actually was like not good for them. Not no, good Werner was actually missing a lot of chances, but helping to create a lot of chances too. And yeah. the whole notion about him was bro, he was pulling a lot of offsides at random points too. He's been getting but, a lot of, but that's a major that. part of the way he plays because exactly. he's so fast that but he, he's so been, you can't get mad at him for that. But, but he's gotten I mean a lot like, better as he's adjusted. As we've discussed, yes. it does take time to adjust, yeah. and he's gotten better with that. My my but whole point like, about Tiago was it's hard. It took him time. It took him time to become a full mainstay staple and to become what is now considered definitely the best midfielder on this team. Okay. Okay. So I think that was only due to injury though. So I think it was partially due to injury, but Bro, I, even in I, the, I, hold on, even in the beginning when he was healthy, yes, he didn't start playing every game all the time right away. No, but that that's Liverpool's system. I know. But once he started playing again, passing percentage doesn't mean anything. So the only reason unless unless you're like. Like unless it, you're no, because let's say bro, you're he like, kept the possession up and like literally created more chances from like creating. He those didn't in the beginning, though, like. He Carl, did in the play beginning, a decent he was, amount of good balls and stuff, though. We aren't talking about, like... Carl, he was I'm talking about... But I'm talking about my team that I watch basically every match. I'm telling you. 
he didn't fully it took him time it's been talked about by commentators yeah. by different like it took him a genuine amount of time to adapt and i just think because he's a Bayern player and you like him a lot you're failing to realize that it took him time it like bro he was still like top class though even yes though. but top class and adjusting to a new league are totally different top class is ability yeah no he's still he's... top class in that situation though and Werner, like in those situations but didn't seem like he he's was also still a top more class. established player yeah exactly and like, it still took him time to adapt i'm just saying you gotta give timo more time i don't want to give him time like I want to just you just off. don't you just don't like him. Yeah. You can't use the fact that you don't like him <sighs> to turn your eye on the fact that it was a very talked about topic and we spoke about it on this show. Tiago struggles have... in the beginning yes. at Liverpool. Yes. Well, yeah, but like I I feel like a lot of it was because of injury because like Within but the first... injury, but okay, injury okay, also okay. But let, let me keep injury also has second. something to do to adapting to a new league that's more physical. He was getting hurt playing in a league that is more physical. He got older, which take which include, but that's adapting time. But like now he, it's he but had hold on, now it's history at Bayern. But now it's just as physical, and he's not getting hurt anymore. Yeah, but I might, but, like, but but that's part of your adjustment time. Okay, so what I'm saying is, like, bro had, like, a pretty lingering injury I know. from Bayern. Like, it wasn't, like, an obvious, like, thing. Like, so, like... Hold on, stop. We're okay. done talking about this. We're moving on. All right, whatever. This is not related to anything that we've been talking about with our show. My whole point was that... Take, take him out of it. Established players need time to adapt in the Premier League. Yes. Timo Werner was not established, so he should deserve more time. Fair. That is all I was trying to say. But my only reason for not liking Timo Werner that much is because I've seen other players come out of the Bundesliga, like KDB and a couple others, where it's like, you damn. Totally different position. Yeah, I know. I, but, but what the fuck do you mean different position? It doesn't matter about position. For, just I'm just talking for, about just going crazy. Leave. Just wait for Nkunku to leave. I'm just talking about going crazy. That man go crazy, crazy. Yeah, but, and Konku look going gonna go crazy too. Like yeah, but Timo Werner never put up the same kind of numbers in Bundesliga that KDB did. Yeah, that's true. And, and also, he that, stayed around longer because of that. Yeah. So like, totally, totally. I, that I know. I know, but like, I was never like super big on Werner even in the Bundesliga. Like, I, I, I just have okay. never been like. Stop on this, this is again. Just we're, we're moving on because yeah. that's blasphemous. His stats for Leipzig were unbelievable. It was, but like, bro, like I was a Bayern fan. I wasn't super massive on his play because fucking like because you was... didn't like him. Okay, yeah. moving on from this fucking ridiculousness. Um, more fucking ridiculousness. Newcastle are in the top half of the Premier League table. Newcastle are actually uh, the best team in the world uh, second half of the season. No, I'm just fucking with you, but they are extremely good. They've been the second best team in the Prem since the second half of the season, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they are definitely up there. 
I really hope they don't screw up Liverpool season. I would find that the biggest meme ever. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they screw up but Liverpool they... season and take a top eight spot by the end of the season. So, like, Joe Linton moving into the midfield has been ridiculous. He's been so good. Bruno Gamarez just another example of he's starting to play very well. Give him more time. Yeah. Because, wow. I just, I like them. They're going to get really, really, really good eventually. And I think the fact that they were in relegation zone and now they're in the top half of the table. It's just absolutely nuts what we're able to see out of some of these players like right Lester, now. Because they, Lester has where, a game in hand. Hold on, Carl, one sec. And could jump them into ninth, but they'd still yeah. be 10th. Yeah. Which is incredible. But like Most teams don't recover like that. And I know money this, money that, money this, money that. But it's not. It's not that much money yet. It's not like well, it was ninety million. In, it was ninety million in January. Yeah, I know they were the that, biggest spending team, but like, bro, it's that's to crazy. be expected. It's crazy, and they also didn't splash all on like one player. They bought multiple players. It sounded it not sounded. It looked calculated. It, it looked, looked really calculated. Like, a lot of those signings, like, we may not be seeing some of these players playing every single game. Even um, the Chris Wood signing, who, like, it was a lot of money to pay for him as a striker. Yeah. But you're taking the striker away from a relegation opponent. And where are they now? And where's that relegation opponent? They, it was just amazing, the signings that they made in January. And it's amazing yep. what this management is going to take this team yeah. to. Yeah, I yeah, because they're going to be so, so good. You know, that was random real little thing that I would be real interested in seeing is them go for like an Onana or something like in the offseason. I could see them going, oh, apparently Keller Navas is unhappy at PSG. Ooh. I saw that somewhere. He doesn't like the rotational role, and I think they would obviously move on from him first. Yeah, obviously. I, I would love that. But we're going to move on to the relegation battle because yeah. the aforementioned relegation opponent for Newcastle, who's well out of the relegation zone now, uh, was Burnley, who, yeah. after surprisingly defeating Southampton, are out of the relegation zone. Yeah. And um, <laughs> freaking Everton are in the relegation zone right now, and I am dead. <laughs> Bro, so, so I've been a Wayne Rooney fan like since um like 2012. So I ended up learning the history about him at Everton and everything like later on, and really like respected Everton for a little bit with Lukaku and everything. Um but screw Everton. This is hilarious. Bro, this like is... y'all spurs this like more than Spurs can Spurs. Like sorry. Like I now it's something... now it's Everton ending. I saw something that basically it was one of those things that like 
Frank Lampard's teacher said that when he was a kid that he would never be a footballer. And then Frank, when he became a footballer, sent like an autograph thing to the teacher just as a screw <laughs> you. And somebody commented on it and they were like, Frank, I think he meant a football manager. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't actually think he's a bad manager. No, I don't either. Like his first season with Chelsea, he guided them pretty well. He got them to a top four finish with a transfer ban in the Premier League, which is very impressive. And like the side wasn't like crazy. He really and, like got them to perform. Well, he also played a major role in the development of Mason Mount. All the exactly. way from all the way from Derby, all the way up. And Everton was in shambles when he got there. Yes. Like, they were awful. So I, I don't really blame him. I, I don't I, think there's much blame to be put on Lampard besides, like, him not being able to pull some, like, minor wins. Like, yeah. he, he should be able to pull something here and there just because, like, they are still Everton and they have, like, decent signings compared to other sides. But, sorry, I truly think at this current point in time, Burnley will probably stay in ahead of you because, Jesus, you're playing bad. Mm, see, I don't know about that. I don't think so either, but, Jesus, you're playing bad. So, they're losing so, their next game. Like, let, if we go through the rest of the schedule for Everton, like, it's... They're losing to Chelsea, yes. Yeah. Um... I see them They're losing gonna... to Leicester. I see them losing to Watford. I see them losing to Brentford. I see them losing to Crystal Palace. Um, they just tied Leicester, though. I know, but... Like, I could see... I could see them potentially beating Palace. They're not going to beat Arsenal on the last day. I think it's going to come down to the last day of Burnley and Newcastle. Like, I think that's going to matter because Burnley has a tough schedule, too. Doesn't Burnley have a decent record against um, Spurs, though? <laughs> on, like, a know. weird note. I feel like ever since we've started this podcast, Burnley have done decent against Spurs. I don't know. I that's feel like that may be capped, right but, now. like... I'm yeah, like, but I just I think joke. it's a four team relegation battle. I also like so Everton has a game in hand. Yeah. Not that I'm saying they're gonna win that game in hand. Exactly. Because, because once against they Chelsea. are eight, five, and nineteen. Yeah. They have such a bad goal differential too. Like, oh my god. Also, speaking of goal differential, yours is plus two. Fuck you. Um, Mine's plus sixty three. Wow, really? Um, that. But they, back to the Bur Burnley so. won a game and drew a game. I was capping, but that's yeah. still impressive. So, I mean, I see Watford and I see Norwich gone. Right. Really. Watford and Norwich, they're seven and eight points back of eighteenth. No, that's a lot of points to make up. I know. So I see them gone. Yeah. And then I just see Everton and Burnley fighting it out till the end. I mean, if Burnley wins a match and Leeds loses a match, Leeds is involved. I'm sorry to see Watford gone. That sort of sucks. And I mean, that could like happen Watford. this weekend because Burnley's playing Watford and 
Leeds is playing City. Watch, Leeds are going to smack City. I was actually going to predict something wild for that, so. Well, we'll see what actually happens with that, but I yeah. I don't know if Leeds will actually smack City. Well, I don't like, mean wild like that wild. But, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't see Leeds dropping. I don't see Villa are too far up. So I just it, four teams could be five depending on what happens. I just also have to mention Leeds because they have a worse goal differential. They're minus thirty as opposed to Burnley's minus sixteen. Yeah, but that's just because of their style. Like, and we all know that. Well, I know, but doesn't matter what the reason is when it comes to a relegation battle. Your goal differential matters. Yeah. And they have the second worst in the Premier League. Third worst in the Premier League. Who has the worst? Norwich at minus 47. I just wanted to hear that. Something's worse than fucking Man U's. A lot of sides are worse than Man U's. There's only... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight sides in positive. Yeah, but Man U's fucking trash. Oh, wait, nine sides. Palace is also plus two. Man U really has been getting me aggravated recently. Like, I'm sorry for cursing so much this podcast, but I I just hate Man U right now. It it really just aggravates me. Carl, Mm? we get it. Your team's trash, but we're talking about the relegation battle right now. Yeah, no. Man, you should be relegated. No. Why not? Because you're in sixth. Relegate Man U, please. I'll start the petition. Okay, we're going to go to predictions because that was weird. We'll get a signature from... Yeah. Brian. Whatever. And that's so, pretty much it. So, Carl... Carl pulls in nine points last week. I pull in 10. Um, I forgot to count for Val. I'm not usually in charge of counting. I asked Carl to do it. I said I do it. or I said I did it, and then I just totally forgot to count Val, so I don't know what he did this week. We also don't really know his total because he joined our crew so late, and he's not really fully part of our competition, but as mentioned, he will be next year. Yep. So I'm down 11. No. I'm down seven. Yes. I don't know why I thought that said 11. 222 minus 215 is not 11. It is seven. You have 214. I do? Yeah, you had 204 last week. No, we added the extra point for me for the Liverpool match. Oh, you are right. You are correct. I forgot about that entirely. I know. I updated it on the set, but I forgot that you didn't do it on the sheet. Yep. I have our total scores running in this graphic, but so oh, we didn't get Val's predictions. Our shit happens. I'm, we're both busy. I mean, I had my last baseball practice today, so that's I, good. I worked 12 days straight. It was not on my yeah. mind. Yeah. So I'll go first. I'll let Carl go second. Oh, you're going first. Your first ma- first match is you. Yeah. You're going first. Yeah. And also last match is me. So, yeah. Um, is it? Oh, wow. Um, This is going to be the first time I'm ever going to do this. Um, Nah, I'm not. I, I can't. I literally can't. I literally can't. 
You don't do it against City. You're not going to do it against Chelsea. Because this match is actually winnable because both sides are playing like crap right now. Oh, 1-1. <laughs> Liverpool um, against well, Newcastle. 2-1 Liverpool. I think it's going to be a close match. Um, Villa's going to smack Norwich. Villa's home. Uh, 3-0 Villa. Southampton Palace. Um, I'm going to take Southampton 2-0 over Palace. I like Southampton. Aha. Uh, Watford Burnley. I'll take Burnley. Screw it. I want Everton to get relegated. 2-1 Burnley. Um, cool. Wolves Brighton. I'm going to take Wolves. Yeah. I think Wolves are able to pull this game out. 2-1. Close game. Leeds versus Man City. I think Man City is still going to win. Uh, 3-1 City. Um, Everton versus Chelsea. I'm taking Chelsea. We talked about this. 3-1 Chelsea. Yep. Spurs Leicester. I'm taking Spurs. Um, actually, I'm gonna take a draw here. Spurs have just been underwhelming. I think they really bottle it. Uh, two two. Okay. And then um, West Ham Arsenal. I am taking Arsenal. Two one over West Ham. I'm thinking like a late goal. And then, Man U Brentford. I'm gonna take another draw. I hate Man U right now. One one. Like, bro. Okay. I, okay. I will. I will not take a win. We're playing so garbage, but like, I I can't take a loss. We know this, so I'm just predicting draws. So I'm taking Chelsea two one over United. Yeah. I'm gonna take Liverpool three one over Newcastle. I do think it's gonna be close, but I think Liverpool could snap like a a late yeah. dagger. Uh, I'm going to go Villa 2-0 over Norwich. Villa have been kind of underwhelming lately. Yeah. I'm taking Palace 2-1 over Southampton. Okay. Burnley 2-1 over... or 1-0 over Watford. I'm going to take Brighton 2-1 over Wolves. Okay. And I'm actually... I think this could be the one. I'm going to go 2-2 here. Okay. I'm going ballsy. All right. I don't know. I saw something where Jesse Marsh said that we're going into this match and we're either going to get three points, one point, or we're going to learn a lot from it. And I don't know. That's something that you hear that I think it, confidence. And I think they're a side that if they come out playing, like they could, they could do something like that. So, yeah. yeah. Chelsea, 3 1 over Everton. Yeah. I'm going to take Spurs. 2-0 over Leicester. I actually think this is a game that Spurs tries to get their shit together. I think they try to, but I don't think they do. And I'm going to take Arsenal 2-0 over West Ham. 2-0. And then what about Man U Brentford? I'm actually, I'm going, I keep forgetting the Erickson factor. I was going to go 2-0 United, but I think I'm. I kind of want to go 2-1 Brentford. You went with a draw, right? Yeah, 1-1. One, one. Okay, cool. I'm going to go 2-1 Brentford. Cool. Because if United win, neither of us get points. And if Brentford wins, that's big. Yeah. Strate strategic predictions. Yeah, I don't care. 
Screw I'm Man U. Man U sucks. I, I don't care if I have to wear another team's hat anymore. All right, whatever. <sighs> so if, if Leeds and City draw. That would be big. That would be huge. That would be, be really big. That would be absolutely huge. Also, I think that's all we got, right? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I got a case report due um, for my organizational leadership class tomorrow, and I haven't started my portion. So good job. Us. I got to read a case. I got to write about it. I got to edit this tomorrow. Yeah. And we'll be uh, back next week. Thanks for tuning in. Much love, boys and girls. Peace. Peace. Peace.